So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox. Yeah, I heard it. Okay, we did whatever. it together. Okay, good. Glad to hear it. Hello? Sana? Sweetness? Are you on Zoom? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Fine. Wait, you don't hear me? Okay. No, I, I hear you now. Do that. Go ahead. Hi, honey. Hi, bunny. You're my money. Sometimes you're funny. Most of the time, you're not. <laughs> but that didn't rhyme. Uh, doesn't matter. In my world with you, any sort of language rhymes. Okay, well, as long as you're happy with it, then I'm happy with it. There's no need to modify anything. No. Okay. So, what are we going to talk about today, sweetheart? Come on, James, you're not supposed to ask me. You're the one yesterday said, no, yesterday you said, oh, this is a good idea. Uh I'm going to talk about it next podcast. And I said, sure. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? It's your idea, and you're asking me? Yeah, because I forgot. Rule number one. Every time you have an idea, jot it down. <sighs> Rule number 1.2. I didn't jot it down. So I need you to remind me. Rule number two. If you don't jot it down, have your wife remind you what it was, because she always jots things down. Why did you hire Supreme you do, Executive Secretary? Hmm? Why did you hire your Supreme Executive Secretary? I hired our Supreme Executive Secretary so that she could be effective and efficient, and I have been sorely disappointed thus far. She is anything but. but? She's a c- complete pain in the butt. That's not beautiful, what you said. Always needy, always complaining, always demanding. What what, what do you need? Hmm? I just need People someone. People have needs. People have, have wants. Yeah, when I have ideas, I need someone to write them down for me because I'm not into that. You know how Basmati is. You have to tell her. Yeah, I you have, have to, to tell her. give her an SOP. Uh-huh. An SOP? What does an SOP mean? Standards of procedure. Standards of procedure. <clears throat> so, okay, so Basmati requires a proper SOP. And if she can't have that, then she can't do her job. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. All right, well, we need to get someone. Okay, well, hold on. Let me jot this down. Make sure that Basmati has everything that she needs so that she can execute her duties. 
to standard. Honey, you know what? You're a very fast learner. Thank you. I think. Uh, how? What do you mean? Because I just told you you have to jot down things you remember mm-hmm. so you don't forget. Mm-hmm. And I just told you you have to give SOP to Basmati and you <laughs> just said, let me jot it down. That mm-hmm. means you learned in less than two minutes that when important things have to be remembered in the future, mm-hmm. you have to jot it down. Well, I'm a quick learner. I'm a fast study, honey. Good job. I'll give <clears throat> you a chocolate. Give me a chocolate. Give me a piece of candy. Mm-hmm. Chocolate. <laughs> okay, chocolate. I remember, <laughs> sweetheart, when I was, I, I, it's just, I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but when I was in the military, uh, I was in the the band system, right? So, musician, and there we're not. We never had the reputation of being like these gung ho Rambo types. We're the musicians, right? So nobody thinks of us as that type of persona because we weren't. And there were always a few people who tried to think that they were high speed, low drag uh, infantry. But you know, come on, man, you play the clarinet. Give me a give me a break. Anyhow, we would have these classes all the time on this or that, just mandatory trainings that you have to do to fulfill the the government's uh, whatever, uh, affirmative action type of things, just to make sure that we're all politically correct and that we are all adequately trained to the government's standards of of, uh, proper behavior and attitudes. And so these people up, up, like these are grown men and women presenting these classes. They're our peers, right? They they're members of the unit, and they're tasked with teaching these classes. And so they would stand up there teaching these classes with a little bag of candy, and they would ask questions of the of of us, and they'd say, "Okay, who can tell me this?" And if somebody raised their hand and actually answered the question, they'd say, "Very good job," and they'd throw a piece of candy to this person. <laughs> Oh, now I know why you always give Cinnamon a treat when you ask her to do something. Exactly. Stick yeah, that's ball. exactly what it felt like. I felt like we were just little puppies being given treats when we do what our masters want us to do. And we're learning, we're, we're, we're having these classes on just, uh, I don't know, like how to be considerate to other people as though we, we need classes on that. Uh, just all these mind-numbing classes. And they would just stand up there with little bags of candy. And if we answered a question, they would throw a little Hershey's chocolate bar to us. I mean, to whoever answered the question. It was it was embarrassing, honestly. It was just, uh, there were so many times when I was in the army, I was just like hanging my head in shame. Just, if, if, you, sh- if you show outwardly this type of emotion, then then you're basically ostracizing yourself you're identifying yourself as someone who dissents from the the norms and the standards and so you have to be very diplomatic with how you uh express certain things but there were so many times that i just wanted to just bury my head in my hands and say i am embarrassed to be here i cannot believe that i am associated with this that happened so many times more times than i care to admit or remember and thank God I am out of that circus. I don't know why I thought of that. I think you, yeah, something, something like that. In this 
podcast has suddenly taken a turn <laughs> into the realm of the extremely negative. Mm. It's like a funeral on this episode. Sana is deep in thought, contemplating what I've just said. Uh, very fruitful. Good. Lots of work got done. Um, a lot of um, teamwork, a lot of challenges, but um, that's the beauty of working for organization, I say. Mm-hmm. Did anybody give you candy for doing your job? I don't wait for candy. I'm a self-motivated person. I get my motivation from my inner drive. Great. And what fuels that inner drive? Uh, A happy day when I'm satisfied with my work. It fuels my drive. What gives you satisfaction with your work? Like, What makes it satisfying? Uh, For example, today I had to mark presentation of graduates and um, they had proposal for their research. And I had several colleagues who uh, watched the videos of this presentation writing to me on WhatsApp. Sana, well done. There are 133 and almost all of them have perfect proposal for a good research paper. So I just thanked them and I said... Don't thank me, it's the students themselves. They worked on it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell my colleagues how day and night I sit with them and work with them. I want my students to get the credit. Mm-hmm. So your colleagues are giving you praise for basically your students doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And you're just giving the guidance that they need, a little motivation I, here and there. This semester, every weekend, I reply to almost 250, 200 to 250 emails from these research students, and nobody wow. knows. On my phone, wow. I'm sleeping, and ding, I know them, and I don't want them to suffer. They're mm-hmm. young, and they probably, their heart is shaking. Oh, my God, what if it's wrong tomorrow? I this interview that. I immediately want to get there and say, hello, I'm here. Don't worry. You can do it. Just follow my guidance, and if you think... I have to have a look at it. I will get up and have a look at it for you now. You just you just do what you need to do to set up your students for success. And if people praise mm-hmm. you for it, then you, you're you more likely to just deflect it and say, hey, the kids did what it's they're supposed students. to do. It's, they just did yeah. their job. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> I don't need their appreciation or praise. Mm-hmm. I have gained my respect or... Whatever I aimed for by myself, without uh, the appreciation of bosses or colleagues. Mm-hmm. That's good. I know what's my objective, and I <coughs> drive towards it. Nothing can mm-hmm. stop me. So, I mean, that's just uh, that's just a well-rounded, healthy outlook on one's work. You don't look for, you don't do it for praise. You don't do it to get a pat on the back from your boss. You don't do it to get candy from your coworker because you do your job. You just do it. You do it well. Right. And at the same time, if they look down on me, if they treat me unfairly, I smile mm-hmm. and I move because at the end of the day, work is work, job is job, <laughs> and they're just bosses and colleagues. 
they're not my husband, they're not my mother, my sister, or my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much power over you do they really have? As much as you allow them to have. I value <coughs> my family in my life, and mm-hmm. if they don't see my good work, mm-hmm. rule of three, <laughs> <laughs> like right. I said, right. I will not say anything, but I have a plan ahead. And most likely would be just one day disappear, just walk away. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I appreciate that that perspective. It's uh, necessary, I think. So many people, if they don't get the recognition that they think they deserve <coughs> from their employer, well, it sours their attitude. It sours their relationship with their job or their client, whatever the case may be. But there's uh, something beautiful about doing what you're supposed to do and you don't you don't do it because you think you're going to get praised by someone you just do it because this is just what I do and I do it to the best of my right. ability and that's just that's really the way to to go about doing one's business in my view so I appreciate that perspective mm-hmm. and one good job one, honey good job like, thank you and <laughs> um, I think one a uh, secret that I feel like I've been very successful is I never broke any bridges behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look at my CV, contact any of my employers, and even after 15 years, they say, oh, Sano, we're still waiting for her. She keeps saying, one day, I never say goodbye. I say, see you later. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're still waiting. <laughs> right, right. Because yeah, well. I never change. I created a standard and a lifestyle for myself and I told myself anybody comes into my life should see something different Mm -hmm. than what they see in the world in the community around them so you don't see any reason Uh, to burn bridges because you might you you and this person or this organization years down the road you might need each other again for business or even just friendship some people take even my worst yeah Sorry. Even my worst boss that um, wanted to poison me. (laughs) What? I I still I still send a message and say, you know what? You're a good person and you can do good things. Thinking one day he might change. Mm -hmm. Has he changed? I don't know. Does he still try to poison you? I'm not Did he literally try to poison anymore. you? Like put 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 poison in your drink or something? Or was he just a toxic personality? A very toxic personality. Uh he I used to uh live underground in that organization, that company. Mm-hmm. And um <clears throat> and this person brought um some sort of a Chinese magician. And brought sort of a rock that was voodooed under my desk in my office. Mm-hmm. And that made me really sick. My health deteriorated. I was a very healthy person, athletic that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, a colleague who was there, I asked, what is this? Why I had to stay in office and this person come in with this strange looking man 
and that person said this man who he brought never lives in society and community he's in jungle in dark caves and mm-hmm. only some rich people like him mm-hmm. can afford and go find him bring him drive him to the office and they have amazing powers mm-hmm. to the extent that they can raise the death that's what mm-hmm. she told me yeah i know people who take the opposite uh attitude when it comes to burning bridges um, people will intentionally burn bridges so that they don't have that as uh, like they want to just leave it behind and never go back to it and so I mean you're not, it's not like you're gonna be rude or anything you're not gonna just you're not gonna be unkind to anyone but you intentionally burn bridges and just say I'm done with this and I'm not going back and I think there's merit in that as well. And I think it, it depends on the the situation or the each situation is different. I, I, I get what you're saying. You want to, you, you don't want to um, <clears throat> alienate people for no reason. But at the same time, sometimes you want to move on with life. And if you keep uh, a, an organization or an individual, it, unless you really burn a bridge, so to speak, then you're going to be tempted to go back to them. And and for whatever, however they were holding you back from your, from your potential, that could be a bit of a um, deterrent from you uh, achieving your potential. So there's different ways of looking at it. I understand what you're saying. And I think that uh, other people take more of a drastic or a little more of an extreme uh avenue or choices in their life and their career well honey sana you have your hand up (laughs) sana has her hand up she says i want to talk i have a question teacher can i talk yep i've got my candy ready to hand it over to you once you get the answer right so not what i mean what i said is not completely uh for that specific reason because you don't want to alienate people or you want to go back. I probably do this for myself because I know if I keep grudges, if I keep the bitterness in my heart and soul and leave that organization, there I will carry this bag of bitterness forever in my life. I believe I have to resolve the issues mm-hmm. and no matter how bad they are and mm-hmm. try to get along with like I always say with my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we are all people. Everybody who do something, say something, or react towards different situation, they have their own reason. Mm-hmm. And they think their reasons are correct. You know? And because of that, their ears are blocked. They cannot hear the other party. Mm-hmm. So if I understand that, I have to be the wise. I have to be the person to, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. try to resolve the issue as a person who understand more or maybe uh, has a better brain on this situation that this issue because if one person is totally blocked and just goes around its own tail believing in the same thing over and over again he or she may not know he that the consequence of it how it will be they think they are right and this will be just separation and bitterness and there's no forgiveness. There is no consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's not a good life. That's, that's called selfish. 
True that, now homie. Now, when I uh, decided to become independent, I told myself, Sana, as much as possible, make choices that are close to right. Because we are human, we are not perfect, we make mistakes. But I, in every aspect of my life, I try to choose something that avoid that mistake. Hmm. And the intention is not to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. That's why in my life, I conduct myself in a way that uh, even colleagues and friends uh, will not sit somewhere and say, well, you know, Sana did or do or say, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want right. him to, I don't want any. nobody has a story from me. You know, um, this is good stuff, and we're running a bit short on time, but we have a couple of reviews of our show, and I want to share them with you. Oh, not Fred again. Oh, actually, no. Fred <laughs> is doing what he does, and uh, we love him in spite of his ways. But we actually have uh, some actual reviews of the show, honey. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Let's listen. Okay. First, we have a sh- uh, rating from um, JXYWVUT. That's their Apple ID. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I think that's mine. <laughs> okay. This is a five-star <laughs> review. The headline is Fascinating Perspectives. It says, full of thought-provoking ideas and stories that really made me think. Thank you for putting these important conversations out there. Exclamation mark. Wow. Okay. Thank you. I'm and happy that... <clears throat> Should we reply or no? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Maybe at the end when you finish, we reply or after each one? Reply to this one. Well, thank you, JX. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I cannot remember the name. JXYWVUT, honey. (laughs) Okay, JXYWVUT. Your comments not only motivate us, but also um, make me especially, I think my husband too, um, uh, want to meet with you in person and maybe we can just discuss about normal, usual things in life. Because sometimes we as adults and professionals, when we get involved with work, daily life, family life, we just tend to forget about that little things in our life that make it joyful and happy mm-hmm. because we are caught up with big challenges of our work and family. Uh, so... I think the purpose of this show is that me me and my husband, we just want to chew the fat. Right. Just feel like sitting in a coffee shop and we're just talking about anything. Mm -hmm. Or maybe something that doesn't even have a substance or meaning. Because I think in our life today, that is missing. All right. So the second review is from, uh, this one is a little more easy to pronounce. It's Giselle Oliveira. That's her name. And I actually know this person. Oliveira. Oliveira. That's a good replacement for coconut oil. <laughs> okay. That's an inside joke. Fred, next time I see you, keep your mouth shut. All right. So <laughs> this is from Giselle Oliveira. And I actually asked Giselle to listen to this and to uh, leave a review. And she did the same for me. Oliveira. 
uh, I'm going to listen to her show and, and leave a review. It's just kind of a review exchange, something that we did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the title is, or the headline is, Great Show, Five Stars. And she wrote, I love this show. The hosts are really entertaining, and the content is pure gold. Keep up the great work, James and Sana. And this is yeah. from Giselle Oliveira. Let me look her up, see. Aloevera? <laughs> yeah, Aloevera. Uh, let me look her up, see if we can give her a shout-out. Honey, you oh, know what? Oh, okay, here it is. Uh, her show is Legendary Life, Transform Your Body, Upgrade Your Health, and Live Your Best Life. She must be a producer for this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Legendary Life with celebrity trainer Ted Rice, who's mm. ripped. And he's uh, eye candy for the girls. Anyhow. So, we got two positive reviews, honey. It's exciting. Thank you for the reviews. It helped us to, and encourages us to... <clears throat> Think more about what we should talk about next. Right. And to it touch some corners of, balances, of our lives. It balances things out with the toxic negativity of Fred. <laughs> Anyhow, we both have things to do. I have work to do today. Sana is, uh, it is 12.30 a.m. where she is. and She needs her beauty sleep. So we are going to sign off from today's episode. I am James, and this is my wife, Sana. And I... Together, if my wife will allow me to speak, what were you going to say? You said, honey, you said, I am James, and Uh keep quiet. I would say, and I am Sana. Okay, okay, let's try that. Okay, I am James. And I am Sana. Together we are... And together we are... James and... You say it. Ah, why don't you say it? Okay, together we are James and Sana. Find us on the web at jamesandsana.com. We will be in your earballs very soon. (laughs) 